Last week on Axes, Armor, and Amulets. After following the trail, the party has finally found Zephyros, who is not only alive, but has a lead. So now the party once again finds themselves on the road to seek more answers. Join us this week for episode 42, On the Road Again. Shake it off. Shake it off. Deep breaths. Release the stress. Wait, who's getting shake off? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Is it too late to grab alcohol? I, no, no, hurry, grab it. You'll need it. We, we are we are we are thirty-five minutes past our recording time and you're just now grabbing alcohol. I I was finishing my happy meal, okay? You do not want to interrupt me you know, when I'm eating my chicken nuggets. I wait, wish. Wait, wait. Well, why can't you have white wine with your chicken nuggets? That sounds delicious. I don't white, have any wine. White wine oh. does pair nicely with, with chicken. It's true. You know, I, w- no. I wish I was still small enough that a happy meal was all the food I need. Now you need a 20-piece nugget, two large fries, and a Big Mac. That sounds like a you know great what? appetizer. A happy, meal, a happy meal would probably work for me, actually. Yeah. I need to eat less. Happy meal once in a while. <laughs> Do we I'm need like, to go fund me to play Dungeons & Dragons at McDonald's? Oh. No, we're not, we're not going to play a McDungeons & Dragons. <laughs> McDungeons and burgers. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We can guys. only do a McDungeons and Dragons if we all learn how to do a Scottish accent. Sponsored. As soon as you enter the cave, you see a hamburger. Roll for initiative. <laughs> what what was the uh what was the purple guy's name? Grimace. 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 You, you, you see a wild a wild, angry, demonic grimace. Guys, guys, guys. As long as he doesn't have any open source. McDonald's sponsored D and D campaign where you overthrow Burger King. Get the <laughs> horse. You know, we could we could probably do one for every single mascot of every fast food chain. I like think mascot wars. This episode we go up against the evil Wendy. No, I think oh. it's that would sell. I really think they would actually, if we were big enough, I don't think we're big enough yet, but that would sell. I think you could yep. actually probably convince them to do that. The, in this day and age, the way that fantasy is right now. The BBEG is Jack in the Box. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm, I'm only <laughs> They're all BBEGs. That's one, and the Rick and Morty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, those things are fun. I played one. Yeah. Am I good to go grab my alcohol? Hurry up and grab yeah, your booze. While we were talking. Yeah, you should have been. We, we were giving you. I'm we were sorry. covering up for you. Welcome back, everyone, to Axe's Armor and Amulets. Everyone point at Maria because she just left. Poor Maria. We're th- well, we're talking about a bottle of wine, so. We're 38 minutes past recording time, and she's just now getting her booze. Hey, happy meals come first. Fair point. Fair <laughs> point. Though, Daisy, this stuff you gave me is crazy strong. Is this some of your homemade wine? It is half guava wine and half non-alcohol sparkling wine. And Follow her on TikTok to find out how to make it. Yeah, head over. Uh, what's your handle at TikTok on TikTok, Daisy? Uh, Natalie RV Crafts on TikTok. There we go. Head on over. How to make your own wine and laundry detergent, but not at the same time. (laughs) You can also see videos of Shake eating food. Yeah. (laughs) It's the most most disgusting video of someone eating a corn dog I've ever seen. (laughs) Hey, I saw that corn dog and I eat this freaking thing. It's huge. (laughs) That's what she said. It's countered by the bunnies. Bunny rabbit. And pardon me, I have uh, I have many children in the background today, so you guys are going to get lots of little voices peeking through in my silence. 
Don't worry okay. about it. It's just the it's little just fairies background. in the mountains. It's it's background noise for the tavern. <laughs> Except what you guys tavern? aren't in a tavern. We're on a snow-covered mountain. That is the perfect segue. And our friends, Volstis. Volstis. Yeah, not Volstis. <laughs> That's like the third time I've called him the wrong name. That's what it's we get. Standoff. That's what we get for doing two giant, you know, uh, giant I themed adventure paths back to back. Yeah. Speaking of perfect segue. Speaking of snow-covered mountains in a cave with Zephyros, who's being looked over by uh, Dalarel. Uh, Zephyros tells you that Dalarel offers to show you the quickest way down the mountain. Uh, uh, the north side, excuse me, of the Sword Mountains. How do you spell that? A T H A T. Fuck you. Spelled it D A L A R Y. L L. L L. Yeah. Two L's at the end, or two L's in the first. Whichever. Pick your pick. All right, it's at the end. Because that's where I can put it in. It's it's a dragon name. They're they don't follow regular spelling rules. Okay, so we'll put umlauts and. <laughs> Did we take a long rest at, at some point? Yeah, have we taken a long rest yet? You have not taken a long rest yet, but you the last time you took a long rest was when uh, Torben got to see the spooky red eyes. Oh that's yeah. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. do you need a recap? Because it has been a couple weeks. Because we fought the thing with the spooky red eyes. Mm-hmm. You, you fought the Yeti. That is correct. Yeah. So you fought the Yeti on your way to finding the tower that, you know, crashed as you guys watched the, the two storm giants, you know, watch Zephyros' tower crash. You guys made haste to try and save Zephyros. And in the process, you were ambushed by a Yeti uh, that I thought was going to be a more more of a challenge, and you guys handled it very quickly. Uh, followed the trail of Dalarel and Zephyros to this cave, and lo and behold, Zephyros is there, just very weak, very tired, very injured, and Dalarel, a very small, very young silver dragon. You guys could rest in this cave, and uh, Dalarel could show you the way the following morning, or you guys could begin your journey right now. What do you want to do? How many day is it? Is it getting towards nighttime anyway? Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's it's probably late afternoon. Pansy would uh, suggest... Uh, I, I, I need a rest before I go back out there in the elements. Hi, Emma. Emma agrees. Hey, boss, what do you think? He's gonna, uh... Cornelius is gonna look at Torben and go, uh... I suppose we could take a rest, but keep an eye on that dragon over there. You got it, boss. Although, you gotta admit, it's pretty awesome to see a dragon. Most definitely. I've Uh, never seen one myself. I have seen... I have seen many creatures, some as big as houses, and some even bigger. None are, have been a match for my coos degris. Boss, you know I don't know those big words when you use them. <laughs> <laughs> and Emma's just looking at those two like, I'm so confused. Is there, is there, any, is there any dragon poop in this cave? Considering that, like, we've probably been in here for a bit. We followed him here. Well, yeah, but, you know. I don't know how often dragons poop. Also, I feel like they're, like, humans where they would just poop in the place they live. Do yeah. dragons poop? <laughs> a dragon out? Do well, if they're pretty dragons, poops. they poop. Did you read that book when you were a kid? Oh. <laughs> oh. Even dragons poop? <laughs> Well, in Perns, dragons poop between, which is a place of nothing and utter coldness. Clean <laughs> up dragon poop. It was it was kind of a genius idea on Anne McCaffrey's part for dealing with that. There's a whole plane of dragon poop. 
the best part is that they use it to travel. <laughs> is is this is this really what our podcast is delved to? Poop jokes. We're better than we're better than this. We're better than this. Okay. We're better than this. How did this happen? We're better oh than my this. God. Okay. Okay. Is that where all the so, D and D goes? Because no. there's no bathroom. The the thing is, he he he's not going to kill this dragon because, you know, he talks a big game and now he's face-to-face with one and he's, like, scared out of his fucking mind. <laughs> so, if he brings back a piece of the dragon or even the poop from the dragon and say, you know, I have conquered the beast, you know, then who's going to prove that he didn't kill the dragon? And they might leave him alone because he is Zephyros' buddy. Yes, because, you know, this, this dragon is as big as a cloud giant. <laughs> Uh, Torben, hearing that explanation, is going to walk up to the dragon. What's the dragon's name again? Garel. Garel? Dalarel. Dalarel. And his antlers are going to scrape the cave floor as he takes a deep bow and says, Oh, great Dalarel. Dragon. Mighty dragon. Would you grant me a single scale from your glorious uh, back. My master would have it as a prize for meeting such an ama- a memento, a memento for, me- for meeting such a majestic creature. And it would be used to prove uh, that he, to, to, to feign that you were defeated in battle, but only to protect you in stop other adventurers from coming to challenge you and your mighty net. What language did you say that in? <laughs> um, I, I want to say like Sylvan because he'd probably know that. Nah, common. He would have said it in common. He wouldn't have thought about it. You, you guys look like as, as Torben does this grandiose you know, request and all that. This dragon is just looking at him very <laughs> blankly. Uh, and I say blankly in the nicest terms. Like, this dragon has let yeah. you guys know he is not particularly friendly. So yeah. when I say blankly, as in there's no emotion but slight frustration at the situation at hand. <laughs> and he just uh. stares as Torben finishes. <laughs> and even Zephyros just kind of like. You kind of see him like, oh, I've got to translate this. Pansy is going to say in giant, can he have a scale, please? Short and sweet, in giant. I'm actually going to go over to Torben and kind of move him away from the dragon with like, I think the dragon wants to be left alone. Torben Uh, is going to throw his arm over her neck and uh, say, lead me where you will, level one. Uh, um, and I'm going to have flashbacks to the bar in that place. Um, roll, Torben, I want you to roll the diplomacy check. Yeah, I I want you persuasion? to roll the, diplo- or the persuasion check, yes. Well, I, I have pretty high charisma, so... I know, I want you to roll it. Okay. Is it a persuasion? Yes. How about this? My barbarian has a plus five to persuasion. That's pretty dang good. <laughs> That's pretty dang good. That's- your barbarian is definitely not <laughs> my barbarian. I built a different kind of barbarian. That's what changed. Mm-hmm. I wrote a fucking eight, though. Oof, an eight? Yeah. yeah. I cool. said please to him. Um, what's what's your what's your diplomacy, Pansy? Oh, or it's a plus persuasion. Six. Ooh, <laughs> I'll allow you to roll roll. I will allow you to roll too because you currently look like a wood elf. 23. Woohoo! And she also speaks giant. Yep. Um, and I said please. So Pansy, as you kind of come up and like start to you know, talk to this dragon, like it kind of stretches its neck out a little bit and it, you know, you can tell it's taking a sniff and then it kind of looks at Torben before Torben gets pulled away and takes a sniff. And then it says to you in its broken giant, uh, 
You, <clears throat> you look elf, but not elf. And then looks at Torben, but says to you again, because, you know, you know giant. He seem elf, but no look elf. Fancy's going to put, like, her hand on her chin, kind of, like, half-crossing her arms. Kind of stare at Torben, trying to figure out that. Uh, and then I'll say back to Dalarel, things aren't always what they seem. And I'll do the thing where I let my skin kind of shimmer change. So I'm showing him my secret. As a sign of trust. Friendship. Yeah. Uh, Torben will clap. He loves seeing this every time. <laughs> <sighs> Wait, on. you haven't seen it. Torben hasn't seen it yet, though. Yes, I saw it yes he yeah. has. Yes, he has. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Hold on for just a second, I guys. can't remember. That's right. Walking I can't remember along, the circumstances but... around which, because... Yeah, in my notebook when we last recorded. He called me out for not being elf-like. Oh, that's right. And Torben has been around a lot of elves. That's right. Forgot about that. What is Torben? Uh, He's a satyr, but he's a satyr from the... uh, um, So that's why he has antlers instead of horns, as well as um, why he's been around elves a lot. And even dated one, but you guys don't know that. Well, actually, uh, she knows that. Uh, Pansy. Pansy, thank you. Wow. Um, knows that. I think. I might have dropped something to that effect. You might have. It sounds vaguely familiar. Emma is now just standing there stiff with Torben's arm around her shoulders going, Why? And he is, uh, um, whispering sweet nothings into your ear. Oh God! I'm a hundred percent gonna need to move my desk into my bedroom. Hundred percent. No, you just gotta put that wall up. Move me into your bedroom. Oh! Wow! Whispering sweet nothings into Emma's ear and then going for the DM. Are you kidding me? Torben is going to to try to flirt with every member of this party. He just hasn't had a chance yet, except for his boss. (laughs) So. His boss. Okay. You show Dalarel your your shape shifting, and um, she looks amused. Actually, it's a she. Yes. Oh, it's a girl. (laughs) I mean, of course, it's a girl dragon. Um, Well, I thought it was a dude. And um, Dalarel, of once again in her broken giant says come sit and tell me of your travels uh can I long rest while uh chilling with Dalrel and yes of our travel yes I will allow I will allow you guys to get a long rest but um I, I definitely want to uh, fill Dalrel in on, you know, where we came from, those we have lost, those that we have come across, those that have been helpful and kind to us, and those that, you know, have not, like Snake 7 and stuff like that. Kind of fill him in on all the business. Yeah. All of it? Are you sure you're going to fill her in on all um, of it, Miss Pansy? Maybe, maybe not necessarily the, you know shooting somebody because they saw me without my permission thing, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Torben will will sit sit and listen as well, because this would be good information for him to have. Except it's in giant. Ah, shit. I'm assuming Pansy's gonna translate for you. Or I'll just listen and be like, oh, yeah, very cool. I understand it. Already can translate. Um... Well, let me let you in a little bit on Silver Dragons. They are um, particularly... Oh, let's see here. Silver Dragon particularly enjoys the company of elves, humans, and fey creatures. 
Oh, heck yeah! <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, half orc's just gonna. I don't know. I'll go back to the Shire then. It's fine. They're taking the, the Hobbit size of God! God! Anyways, so, you guys get well, a long rest. Well, is translating, oh. Emma is probably has Kelty's hat in her hands and is sorrowfully watching it as the story is told. Mm -hmm. Just for a little flavor. Alright. Well, you guys uh, get a long rest and bright and early you guys set off with Dalarel, leading you guys to the northeast. Fortunately, traveling with a dragon, even as young as Dalarel is, provides a level of safe passage in the mountains that y'all were not accustomed to um, while headed through uh from the south through Crypt Garden Forest. Yeah. It takes you guys a, you know, about four days uh, on what appears to be a pretty well-traveled path. In fact, if those proficient in survival want to roll survival, I'll give you a little bit more information about this path. I think I will. If... I will also well, allow you a, to a roll history, if you would rather roll history. Well, Pansy being proficient in survival must be a little tired from talking the dragon's ear up all night, because she got a 9. Oof. But Torben got a 19, so... 23 for uh, Cornelius. For uh, survival 15, or history? Survival. Uh, 15 for history. Same for Emma. 15 for history. Okay. So, Torben and Cornelius, as you guys are walking along this trail, and Dariel kind of does a combination of flying and, you know, walking, um, you notice old tracks of humanoid shape. Some, uh, you know, some have boots, some are barefoot, and you can make them out to be what appear to be orc tracks. You can also see giant tracks. Um, you also notice on this trail, not only is it a dirt trail that seems to be, you know, pretty well run in, you also come across the occasional, like, stone, intentionally placed stone. That looks a little out of place. So for those that rolled, you know, uh, the history checks, we got 15s, you guys notice those stones are actually dwarven markers. You are on a dwarven road through these mountains. That's why, you know, it is obviously well-paved, well-traveled, well-moved. It's, you know, obviously been overrun over the years since the dwarves have been here. But this is a, the closest thing you could you could find to, like, a road through the mountains. So, question. Emma actually can speak dwarven. So can anything, does, does anything make sense on the markers? Like, or are they just, like, they've been worn away with time too much? Cornelius... Also, okay, the two that rolled the history checks, you guys, as you're reading them, most of them they kind of appear to be mile markers almost, and most of the verbiage you can't read because it's just been so weathered. But some of them actually have names of locations and directions. Neat. Okay. Hmm. Like two other other dwarven maybe. Does he see uh? Does so, are you guys inspecting these? Uh, I'm casually looking at them as we pass by. Viridian, are you inspecting them? Uh, yes, Viridian would inspect it because she came up here originally to look in, to look at ruins. Oh, uh, yeah, that's Tor all you're up there. Torba's gonna walk over and say, do you, do you read this language? Oh, you betcha! Oh, I love your accent. Um, what, what <laughs> language is it in? Let's see, he... Let's see here, uh, this language right here is in Dwarvish, don't you know? Oh, Dwarvish. You should, uh, you should teach me some Dwarvish sometime. Oh, you betcha! I particularly like the words, yes, and oh, and Torben will walk away. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> A little whore! Uh, Torben. 
help me. I don't think Torm can help you where, with the companions you are in. <laughs> no, no, he just needs to throw some things for Emma to kill in the way. Uh, and he'll Viridian? Throw, he'll throw a wink back at Viridian. Viridian just, like, I'm going to roll an insight on that to see if she's, if she picks up uh, any of or if she's just clueless. I feel like I was pretty blatant. Uh, no, that was pretty blatant. Like, I'm not going to okay. have you roll, like, that was pretty blatant. <laughs> <laughs> and in that case, Meridian blushes um, a light shade of a fairy pink. Doing my job, being the group whore as a barbarian. <laughs> and Emma just blinks at him like, wow, really? Uh, he'll throw a wink her way, too. And, and she'll uh, roll her eyes back at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I... Love it. All right, yeah. Um, so yeah, some of the names uh, in Dwarvish that you see as you're walking through are directions or vague directions, anyways, to locations such such as Mount Galadrim, Mount Helimbrar, and Wave Echo Cave. I knew it would be in there. So, if anyone wants to roll a history check on any of those, I can give you a little bit of info. Yes, please, because... Yep. Whoa. Alright, if I can type properly, I will do a history check, and I will get a 14. Okay. Are you doing just a generic history check on all three of them? Are you wanting to focus, you know, on... The wave echo. Okay. That sounds really kind of cool. Mountains are mountains. They're peaks. Okay. Uh, Rudian did one on all three, just generic history. And what was uh, your check? 16. Okay. Uh, a 14 for web, a Wave Echo Cave. Um, the only thing that you know, uh, Emma, is that Wave Echo Cake, or, wow, let's try that again. <laughs> wave Echo Cave is supposedly the location of the Forge of Spells. And then for Viridian at uh, a 16 for your history, you would know that uh, Mount Galadrim and Mount Helimbrar were both uh, kind of a territory of a belligerent family of hill dwarves known as Clan Forge Bar. I thought he was going to say a belligerent tribe of hillbillies. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they kind of are hillbilly-esque. I love you said it. hill drawer? Hill dwarf, not hill drawer. No, I meant the clan name. Forge Bar. Clan Forge Bar. Do you reckon anyway. any of those things are on our way to where we're ending? Do I? Uh, it does not. not. It, it does not appear to be in the direction of where Dalarel is taking you. Gotcha. Huh? Anyone ever hear of the Forge of Spells? History? Uh, uh yeah, you could roll a history check. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm like, hmm, have I heard of this before? Um, halfling luck to re-roll that because I got rolled a nat one. Okay. Ooh. 22 for Emma on the history for the Forge of Spells. Eight. Uh, a 22. All you know with the 22 is that it was supposedly a magical forge somewhere in the Sword Mountains. It's a, a forge of great importance at one point that has been lost for a very long time. She's like, can I get a message to our, yeah, our dwarven buddy who made our armor about it? Seems like something up his alley. What was his name? A book somewhere. Uh, let me, I'm going to have to pull open the book. It was a great, it was a great name. Well, I don't think we have a way of getting in contact. Grand Hammer, great, no. Glory Bowhammer. That's right, faux hammer. That's what it was. No, but Emma could send a letter next time they're in town or in the town or something. 
Yeah, like it's real. All right. So you guys, uh, you guys travel. Uh, well, let me back up. Do you guys want to go off path to try and follow any of these other directions in the Sword Mountains, or are you guys just ready to get the hell out of here? I think uh, I'm going to do what the dragon says. I think Cornelius would look at uh, Torben and say, uh, what do you think, Tor? To the peaks or in the cheeks? <laughs> oh, you know I like a peak, and you know I like a cheek, but... Whatever you say, boss. You're the boss. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't mind. And he's going to look at the party and say, I could do either way. Wow. <laughs> and then he's going to And Cornelius will look back at Cornelius and say, Yeah, whatever you say, boss. You know, I'm just along for the ride. And Emma will kind of clear her throat. Um, so, um, Pansy and I kind of have, well, we got detoured from our original path. We are going up to Brimshander in the north. You are welcome to accompany us. Giants are on the loose, if you haven't noticed. Um, we're trying to help. Zephyros, figure out that problem. Again, you're welcome to come with us, but I know Viridian and, and Cornelius and Tor, you guys had other reasons you were here. So, it is your choice. I'll well, go we should. With you. Oh, go ahead. I'll go with you. It's not safe to travel by yourself, don't you know? Very true. And, uh, you ladies were awfully, uh, deep into the forest back there. Um, it wouldn't hurt to have some extra muscle around. And he's gonna kind of look at Tor and, and kind of like, you know, uh, puff his chest up. <laughs> oh, boss. That house, uh, orc is looking mighty strong. And he's gonna wink at and you guys also know that Zephyros told you that there was a frost giant in the Star Metal Hills that might be able to help you. That he heard right. has more information about the shattered shattering of the Ordinary. That's right, we were going to see another giant. That's right. See, this is what happens when I don't have my notebook with me and was on vacation and... Well, you know, Emma just lost her birth family, so there's that. Um, yeah. And her maid family. Um, okay, so Frost Giant and the Star Metal Hills. Where are the Star Metal Hills compared to where we're going? Uh, basically, directly north-northeast. Okay. So if you guys look at the picture that we've got in the, um, the uh, background page background page it's one of background it's page? the first map background so, there it is yep okay yep so you guys are in the sword mountains right now coming off into the plains <laughs> to the northeast ironically which is going to take you right past tribor and then directly yep. north of that is going to take you to the star metal hills okay Right, there's the Sword Mountain, Star Metal Hills. Okay, which is on our way to Brimshander. Yep. Where's Brimshander? All the way to the top left. Very far oh, top okay. left. okay, it's two words. I keep thinking it's one word, but it's two. <laughs> okay. Right then. Whoa! We're off to see a giant in the Great Star Metal Hills! So you guys keep staying the course with Dalarel and uh, head off, oh, yeah. head off the mountains. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Had enough strain from the path. Okay. Next time, Emma will pay attention to names and not be like, "I'm a cleric. I can deal with dead." Mm, yeah, maybe not. 
you guys travel a couple more days with Dalarel. And you find the mountains gradually becoming more rolling hills, rolling plains, until you find yourself essentially on the road that connects the long road and the high road. And in the far distance to the east, you can see a small, familiar town of Tribor. Please tell me we're good on supplies, because I don't want to go into Tribor. Yeah, same. You guys are... I mean, you guys did have quite quite the selection of rations going into not only the Crypt Garden Forest, but then also the party that was supposed to meet... Uh, Viridian also had a little bit of supplies, and then also, you know, the supplies you raided from the destroyed orc camp also. Don't remind me. Sorry for reminding you, but just letting you know you're okay on rations. Good. Not family, but rations. Oh my god. (laughs) I'm a savage. Cry listening to episode... Thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Yep. No, this is the thirty-nine today. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight was all the deaths. Yep. Uh, thirty-nine okay. is party of five. Episode forty, which will air tonight, uh, is the most painful of episodes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'll be listened to on the commute home, not on the way to work. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned my lesson. Okay, so we want to skirt around Charbor yeah. and go into the Star Metal Hills, which are essentially across the way. Yeah, uh, Delarel leaves you essentially in the plains, uh, you know, uh, between the two hills, not quite at the, you know, the road between High Road and the and the Long Road, um, and heads back to the mountains. I'm gonna thank oh, him. Him. Yeah, help. And also, kind of, you know, thank him for taking care of Zephyrus. Emma, Emma will say, like, kind of the same thing, but in common, because she doesn't speak giant. Mm. Um, you know, just... Yeah. Torben will echo theirs and thank him for giving them the opportunity to meet not only a giant, but a dragon as well. Viridian would like to ask Dalarel if he wants, or if she wants to become friends with Viridian. Dalarel flies away. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, little one. Uh, like, like, kind of to all of you. Like, you know, you guys all start to say the thanks and everything, and Dalarel's just kind of like, uh, I don't I'm a head out. Peace, y'all. Cornelius looks at Tor and says, uh, We did it, Tor. We rescued a cloud giant from a dragon. If that's the story we're going with, boss, I'll keep it. Pansy's going to look over at Emma and roll her eyes. Start yeah, pretty out. much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Emma and Pansy <laughs> are sharing a look like, right. <laughs> That, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Brain looks a little heartbroken because she just wanted to be friends with a dragon. And like I said, I, I will be, it's okay, little one. And pat her on the head, but shoulder. She, but she was so pretty. There are pretty things that will hurt, and there are pretty things that won't. That's a pretty thing that could hurt. But she didn't, so we need to be grateful. My halfling friend, I am very pretty, and you can be friends with me. He also hurts too, but... (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? Oh my gosh. Uh, Emma just, just walks in the direction they need to go. Pansy's incredibly like, entertained by this food behavior that she's never really witnessed before. 
Viridian's gonna ask enough. Emma if she can uh, ride on Emma's back like a piggy, like a piggyback ride. Sure. Just careful of that. Oh, you won't even feel me. I'm super light, don't you know? Oh. Yeah. yeah, Viridian makes sure she doesn't touch the hat. And then it's... But she'll keep an eye on the hat once in a while to make sure it's secured and in place. So what this means, though, is this means that Kyle needs to get me a picture of what this hat would look like so I can add this to my Emma cosplay. Mm-hmm. Cavalier hat with a feather in it. I'll send a pic. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so are you guys just going to um, head straight north and try try to avoid the um, city of Tribor? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We, right. we owe it to Darothra to not fuck with stay, shit? Yeah, just to stay out of her town for as long <laughs> as possible. Um, Especially considering her friend died with us. But we don't know it was her friend. Oh, true We that. never found out. <clears throat> Star Metal Isn't Star Metal what they called the adamantine that came out of the sky? Yep. Sure was. I wonder if there's more of it in this forest. Star metal, metal, I mean, Achilles wants money. Star Metal can get him some. Okay. As you guys are uh, traveling north through the Star Metal Hills. You guys get past the, the road connecting the long road and, uh, you know, the high road or the trade road, whatever it is. And uh, you guys start approaching Star Metal Hills. Uh, every, everyone roll me a perception check. Defication. Uh, yes. Eighteen for Cornelius. Thirty twenty for Cornelius. I'm getting there. Perception is gonna be plus three. <laughs> and for Emma. Oh, and that twenty for twenty three. That's Ooh. gonna be my only at twenty of the night. Awesome. Probably. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got the wine, and I'm pouring it right now. I am on my second, truly. <laughs> gotta catch up. So, I'm too mean. Did anyone beat the 23, or is 23 the highest? 23 is the highest. All right. Oh, these toolies are like nothing, though, so... I'm the one who's actually behind. This, this Unless wine, that's what we were saying. It doesn't matter what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this wine is like nine percent, though, so it's kind of weak wine, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, the Trulies are only five percent. I just can't wait to get to the Ren Fair and try that thing you and your husband were talking about. Oh yeah, the Felicity. Yeah. Maybe the when Felicity. we go with, with when we go with you, you'll have to show me how to get it. Yep. And I know that I know the place that serves the best ones. Oh yeah, I'm so excited for Ren Fair season. Not just because I get to go, this is totally off topic from the podcast, but because all of my favorite TikTok creators start making a bunch of Renfair, like, content, and, like, so I get to enjoy it vicariously through them, as well as get to go. Yeah. I'm, like, trying to decide how many times I want to go this year. I'm only going to get to go, like, one and a half times, which kind of sucks, but... Yeah. Well, I'm signing a book at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. If you September, let me make sure I get the date right. If you live in Maryland, to the to our to our listeners, if you live in Maryland and or one of the surrounding states, because Maryland's so tiny, 
That's yeah. accurate. So if you live close enough to spend time and come to the Maryland Renaissance Festival, you can find me signing my books on September 25th. <laughs> And I, and I will be there 11th and the, t- the 10th and 11th. And if you tag us, I mean, if you tag me at least, and in like a, in a post in like tavern or whatever, I will try to meet up with you and say hi. Absolutely. So, and I'm trying to be there the 10th and 11th as well. So you could meet two of us. It could be a yeah. two for one. I will also be going to the Pennsylvania one. So if you tag me and tell me you want to hang out at the Pennsylvania one, let me know. Oh, you gotta tell me when that is, because I wouldn't mind trying, like, seeing if I can go to that one too. I will tell you what days we're going as soon as I. Uh, I know what days. I just have. I don't like know them off the top of yep, my head. Yeah, just just shoot me. We're going to the fairy and fantasy week on uh, on the Pennsylvania one, and I'm super excited. I have horns. I wear my horns. Gonna be great. I have a fake costume. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as we derail from the podcast. <laughs> All right. Sorry, podcast listeners. It's right. I let you guys have it. Uh, these these children are running amok, and uh, if this episode on, is on, even on, usable at this point, then uh, everyone's gonna. I, laid, I was so flirtatious. I know. Right? You have made Emma uncomfortable at least twice. And she, <laughs> if he was, if he knew that, he would say, "I'll make you very comfortable at least three times." Uh, oh my god! Uh, there it is. There it is. Into Star Metal Hills. Doesn't care if you guys can keep up. I'm pretty sure that I mentioned it when we first met that uh, he is very outspoken. <laughs> yes, yes. In fact, you did, Cordelius, because I just listened to that podcast and you apologized for your outspoken friend. And, and Emma didn't know better and listen. said, "It's nice to have someone talk again." Because Kelty used to talk all the time. And now she's kind of wondering. Torben believes in enjoying the the enjoyment the vices of the physical world. Drink heavily and love heavily. Alright. So the twenty three. The twenty three, right? Yes, what did we see? Yeah, it was a net twenty plus three. As uh, as things are starting to get a little bit on the uh, you know more afternoon darker side, you guys uh, see it in the distance in the plains. A little a little camp. You see a little campfire. You see what appears to be two or three tents. Um, can we tell who is at the campsite? Like. With the twenty three at this distance, no, you cannot. Um, Emma's gonna ask. Yeah, Emma's gonna ask the party to stop, and she's going to ask Pansy to do the Pansy thing and see if it's worth it to to get close enough to see who they are to see if we should approach further or if we should go around. I'm going to stealth over and take a look. Roll of stealth. Ooh, 13. Okay. Pansy, you start stealthing over there. Um, Getting closer and closer to this camp. How close do you get? How far is the party from the camp? Uh, I would say about 150, 150 feet, 180 feet. I'll get halfway, 75 feet. Okay. Can't really make out much more. You know, you're in the plains, kind of grassy. You can see bodies moving around. You can't really make out details. Okay. Um, are they being loud and boisterous or quiet? Uh, they're being, you know, they're, I mean, it sounds like there's a couple people in the camp. They're not, it doesn't sound like they're intentionally going out of their way to be quiet, but they're not, you know, it doesn't sound like it's a drunken party at this little camp. Okay. 
All right. I would um, get up to 30 feet away to be that closer. Roll a perception. 14. Okay. I'm not rolling well today. Okay. So you get up to this camp and you see what appears to be, well, you see three tents. You see two men, well, excuse me, uh, one man and one woman kind of, it looks like they're still setting up camp. And you see what appears to be a, like, covered body laying in this camp. They kind of got, you know, you could tell that there's a some sort of, like, medallion on the uh, the cover. You know, what like the sheet or whatever that they're using to cover the body. There's a medallion on top of it. It looks like they've tried to take as much care of this body as possible. And you see some um, damaged arms and armor. Do they, are they humans? They are. And as you're looking, kind of getting this information, your perception of a 13 was not quite good enough for you to all of a sudden feel a dagger at your throat and just hear a, well, what do we have here? And we'll see you next week. Woo! That's fun. Alright, I would love to say in chat, but I have kids that I've got to go and have a great